welcome back our pastors. Let us say for that. Thanks, Chris. Wow, we we're glad to be home. I tell you, we uh, we'll be sharing some of our experiences in the next week or two. And uh, but I want to say that I, I guess the saying is true: absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I'm going to try not to cry, but we. We love you guys so very much, and you are greatly missed, and uh, man, it's good to be home, and uh, I want to say thanks to everyone that filled in and, and helped keep everything going, and I heard that uh, Tom did an excellent job, and Ariana, and, and everybody, so and, uh, thanks, thanks Karen, and, and everyone, all of you that, that picked up the ball and, and kept, kept things rolling, and uh, I also want to say thank you so much for your prayers. Uh, man, I tell you, we it was really amazing. And, and just to share briefly that I've been, you know, those of you that have been coming here for a while know that God has given us a huge, huge vision. And it's so exciting because God is beginning to open those doors. And I've been saying, hey, let's get ready. We better be ready. So be in prayer and let's get ready because God is about to open up some amazing doors for us. And so, but I wanted to say thank you so much for your prayers and, and your support and, and just making everything uh, ran so smoothly while we were away. We knew that everything was in capable hands um, and we, we really appreciate all that you've done and uh, thanks again for your prayers. It's amazing and, and, and some of you uh, uh, gave some extra support financially and, and you know who you are and uh, we really appreciate that. It was, it was very timely. And very much appreciated. So thank you, and I'll turn it over to you. Good morning, Line Fellowship. It's so good to be home. We yeah. missed you. We thought of you often as we saw uh, different congregations, different ways of uh, worshiping the same God. We thought, wow, we are blessed here. We just have some good people. We just really, really missed you and love you. And we can't wait to share all the things with you that we feel like the Lord wants for this, this body. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are forever ours and we are forever yours. Lord, it's all about you. And Father, I pray this morning that as we hear these ladies share their testimonies, that you would speak through them in a powerful way. That they would be able to verbalize what you've done in their hearts. So this morning, Father, I pray that you would open our spiritual eyes to see you with greater clarity. Father, that you would open our spiritual ears to hear your small, still voice speaking to our hearts. That you would open our hearts to receive everything that you have for us today. God, that we would walk away changed. And Father, that you would pour into us. We all come with, with stuff, some kind of something going on. Lord God, maybe we're tired. Maybe we've been struggling throughout the, the past week or weeks with, with something going on in our life. But it's wonderful that we can come and just lay those things down to your feet, knowing that, that you are in charge, you are in control. And so, Father, I pray that we would trust you in all things. And I know that you're opening doors for this church, tremendous doors. I know that you're opening doors for individuals here that are a part of Life Fellowship. And so, Father, we pray for your wisdom and guidance and counsel and how to manage the awesome things that you're doing and that you're going to do. And so we lift all these things up and we pray this morning that you will infuse us 
with a greater measure of your love and your presence. And Father, that you will do something in our hearts this morning. And so we pray all these things with expectation in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Come on up. Uh, there's, there's something that happens as we give our testimony, as we testify about the things that the Lord has done in our lives. One, it brings encouragement to others. But there's something that happens, I believe, in the spiritual realm as we begin to testify of the goodness of God. And certainly it will bring encouragement to, to the person giving the testimony and, and to those listening. So this morning we have a special service planned and uh, I hope that uh, you'll be intently listening. And, and, and then at the end, you know, what is the Lord saying to you? What, what is good? Through these testimonies, what is God saying to you? So let's be open to receive everything that he has for us this morning. Amen. And before we get started, I just wanted to let the uh, warrior youth know that you are dismissed to go to the back, if you would please. There's an amazing teacher back there, ready to lead you in the word. Praise God. I'm so glad to see you. I know you will not be able to be able to see them on screen, so forgive me for this. But for all the ladies who went to the conference, would you please stand? If you went to the conference this year, would you please stand? Would you please uh, uh, just give these ladies a round of applause? Because they did something special. Thank you. You may be seated. They did something special. What they did was took time out of their busy uh, lives. Because, ladies, how many of you in here have busy lives? Yeah, it's always a joke, right? And yet still, in the midst of the responsibilities, in the midst of, of children, of husbands, of careers, they said, no, I need this. I, I need to go and have an encounter with the Lord that is a little bit different than just our regular coming together on Sunday mornings. And just that routine was just a little bit different. And the ladies went with some expectations. So I have asked um, a few of them to please pray about what the Lord would say to them. And I'm going to have them come up here and just share with you just a little bit. So I'm going to come over here to this place. Y'all don't have to crawl over all of that. And I would like to start out today and give a warm um, welcome to Ms. Heather Pat. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll go that way. Okay. Um, oh, that'd be great. Thank you. Ooh, you get this special one. This makes sound, people sound good. <laughs> well, it works on you, so I figured. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And um, the questions that I just have, Heather, is just to um, ask you first. How many times have you been to the conference, if you would tell the ladies here, just a little bit about that? This is my second time going. This is your second time to have gone to the conference. And so going a second time is a little bit different from going for the first time. Yes, because I knew what to expect. I knew what was going to happen, what, what I was going to be feeling. Because the first time you go, you're like, what am I going to feel? How am I going to feel? Is it going to be weird? Is it going to be what? And it's awesome. It's an awesome experience. And you went there with a different kind of expectation or no expectation at all? I went there with expecting to come back with something. The first time I went, I did not know what to expect when I came home. I didn't know if I was going to feel any different. And I did. I did feel different. The first time? Yes, and the second time. And the second time. So what did you go on the second time 
hoping to receive, or what did you go expecting? Just to draw closer to God, because I felt like I was in a place where I wasn't getting as much as I needed from God, and I felt like I was just in a standstill. Like, I was just standing still and not moving forward, not moving backwards, just kind of standing, just there. Anybody ever felt stuck before? Especially in your walk with the Lord? Amen. And so, when you got to the conference, let me ask you this. Were your expectations met? Oh, yes. <laughs> Always. Explain to us. Just the worship, just, because I love worship. That's my favorite part of everything. Uh, just watching the people do the interaction, the music, the dancing, the, the even the speakers, the way they spoke, it was very moving. It just touched you. Even if you didn't understand what they were trying to portray or you didn't really like it, it still spoke to you because you could pick out different things from it and put it into your heart and just say, okay, maybe I didn't understand it, maybe I didn't like it, but it does pertain. Everything does pertain to you. Amen, amen. So tell me, if you had to choose one thing out of the conference, what would you say was the best moment that you had for that encounter with God that you were going expecting? The praise. The, um, when they were dancing. Uh, I don't even remember the name of it. It was the... Yes. The Pearls of Grace. The Pearls of Grace. That just brought tears to my eyes. I was crying. I was like, this is awesome. I mean, they are phenomenal. So what would you encourage the other ladies who were unable to go this year about going next year? Go. <laughs> well, that's simply put. Thank you, Heather, Thank for sharing. You. And to just keep it going, let me ask another Heather to come up now. Heather Fox. Please, please welcome her. Hi, Heather. Hi. Okay, you want to hold that right up to you so everybody can hear. Let me ask you. Yeah, just like that. Have you ever been to the conference before? No, this is my first time. Your first time. Was anything that Heather Pat was describing applied to you? Yes. So you went kind of not knowing what to expect? Yes. What happened? It was amazing. Explain amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little nervous. So um, the just the presence of everybody there, meeting with all the women there, and just you could really feel the Holy Spirit there. Have you ever felt that before? Not that way, no. Not that way. So, in what way was it different for you to feel the Holy Spirit? It felt peaceful, yeah. and I don't know how else to describe it. I was just so at peace with all of it. At peace with all of it. Wow. How many of you would like a dose of that? Amen. Right? Amen. Amen. So when you got there, I know that the pastor prayed over us and said, go with expectation. Did you go with expectation? Yes, very much so. What did you expect? <laughs> I expected, I, what I was looking for was, I was struggling with my faith. I wanted to know that everything that I have heard about God was true, and that I would fill him, and I did. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Amen. And what was the best moment for you in feeling that? I guess I told you about me waking up. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but now I'm telling them. Okay, so Pastor Christine prayed over us on Friday night and told us that we would have, she was hoping that we would have a dream that God would come to us or tell us what we needed. And Saturday morning, I woke up probably about 6 o'clock before the alarms even went off, which we don't go to bed till like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. 
So that's the secret part. Oh, I'm sorry. I, that, I don't want y'all to stray away because of that. <laughs> but uh, and all I kept getting was, "Open your heart, open your heart. You need to open your heart." Praise God. So who did that message come from? God. <laughs> Were you able to? Yes, I did. Praise God. And so, what? how would you encourage the ladies who may be at a place where you were, in a place of struggle, in a place of not being sure where you are with the Lord, what would you tell them about how this uh, conference encouraged you? Just to open up and, be, and allow God to do the things that He wants to do for you. And did this conference make it easier for you? Very much so. Very much so. Thank you, Heather. Well done. Amen and amen. Now I would like to ooh, have my order here a little bit. Next up. Have my page. You did good, girl. You did good. All right. Um, could I please now have someone that is very accustomed to this mic? Ariana. Ariana Nelson. Y'all welcome her up here. Now, Ariana, you've heard the ladies talk about what their experience was, but have you ever been to this conference before? No, this is my first time. This is your first time to this conference. It wasn't your first time to a conference, right? right? Right. And so when you went to this conference, what were you expecting? I was expecting the unexpected. You know, I, I talked to some of the ladies and they're just like, you're going to get so much from this. You just, it's going to be a lot. I'm like, okay. And so, you know, the whole time I'm like, all right, Lord, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, just do it. I'm ready. And uh, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> what did the Lord do for you there? Um, kind of like what Heather was saying, just a lot of peace. Um, there's been a lot of things in my life that's been pretty rocky lately. And I just went going, you know, this is, this is what I need. And it was almost like a breath of fresh air for me. Um, I was able to just relax in his presence and be surrounded by women that were encouraging and uplifting. And it was, it was great. <laughs> it was like a mini vacation, even though... We were busy most of the time, but um, it was very uplifting and fulfilling knowing that I went there looking for something, found it, and came back with a lot more. Praise God. So when you went to the conference, um, are the things that happened there, can you tell the people, because they've just been briefing, like, oh, there's the dam. Tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you encountered at the conference itself. Okay, um, there were a lot of things that they jam-packed into this you know, like three-day conference. Um, you have women that come up and they do this inspirational dance and it tells a story um, and you just feel the presence of God and then you have um, the main speakers that are there and man, they are just little fireballs. Um, <laughs> you just don't know what to expect from these women and they come and they bring the word and it's so powerful. Um, and I'm like, my hand hurt so bad because I was trying to write down all of these things that they were saying um, that I could apply to my life. And um, you have an artist that comes and he did um, a couple of different things that, you know, God gave to him. And you're sitting there trying to figure out, well, what the heck is he doing? And at the end, when he puts it all together, you just start crying because you know that God gave him that. And it's, it's just beautiful. So there's so many different things to experience, and some people like, you know, one thing other than somebody else does, but you get something from everything, which is really great. Excellent. What was the one thing that you enjoyed the most? <laughs> um, honestly, just being surrounded by the women. 
at the conference. Uh, you know how women can get sometimes, we can get a little catty, but uh, at this conference, hey, I'm just telling the truth, okay? Come on. Um, it's true, it's but true. here, um, it was, there was just a lot of love, and you could feel it when you came in, you could feel it when you left, and it still lingers. Um, but being around them and getting to know them, because, you know, when you come to church, you see people, and you're like, hey, how you doing? Week's good, love you. Okay, bye. And then you're gone, but at this conference, you really get to know them and connect with them um, and, and hear their heart and, and just connect with them on such a deeper level. And it's beautiful because I have made some really great friendships with people and connections that I wouldn't on a Sunday morning because it's just boom, 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 boom. But here we had time and we were able to share our hearts and just be vulnerable with each other. And that's a beautiful thing to, to have that experience and just connect with them. So lots of love to you guys. <laughs> absolutely absolutely so again i'm going to ask this question there's some ladies out here that are thinking hmm maybe i should go but i'm not sure how would you encourage them to make that decision if you are looking for something if you are desiring something a change or um, a word or just to, to to have an encounter with god go i mean don't hesitate Take the time off from work. It's worth it. It really is worth it because you're going to get something out of it. Um, and there's nothing that's too small for God. So it might seem small to you, but it's big to him. Um, and I don't just go. You have to go. The, the experience, the encounter, the fellowship, um, it's all vital uh, for us, especially as the body of Christ and especially as women. Um, to connect and spend time with God. So I encourage you to go, no matter what it takes, go. Amen. Thank you, Anna, very much. I appreciate that. Now, I did speak to someone this morning and said, hey, listen, I may need you. And you know what their gracious answer was? I would be available. And even though uh, it turned out that um, it, it was not a, a need for a substitute, I still felt her heart in the answer. And so I would now like you to war warmly welcome Ola Vasquez in here, please. <laughs> it's okay, they don't bite. Hard. Um, I'm going to ask you something different, and you're just going to explain it to them. How many times have you been before? This is your first time? Yes. Okay. So how did, how did the day start out? If you'll just describe the um, itinerary for them. Well, we met here at church. Um, to be very honest, I was like, I don't know if I want to go. I think I'm busy. Don't I have something to do? No, I didn't. So. <laughs> and and <laughs> she's not the only one who struggles with this. Up until the last minute, I, in this trip alone, I had three ladies who were looking for any reason, and it's every year. There are some who are looking for any reason all the way to church. You know, can I get a flat tire, please, Lord? You know, can I run out of gas? Can you rescue me from this? Now, what would that be? That wouldn't be the Lord, would it? You know, it's between the, it's our stinking own flesh and um, the enemy that comes at us. So please, Elva, continue. So we meet here bright and early, 8.30, a um, bunch of women, a lot of energy, a lot to do. Uh, the pastor comes over us and get on the wrong van. I'm like, this is just, I just don't know. 
uh, get on the right van, and uh, then we start. We start talking, getting to know who's in the van, and like Ariana said, it was boom, 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 boom. By the time you know it, it's late at night, and it's like, wow, all that just happened. And there's more tomorrow. <laughs> um, so busy first day, busy following days, and of course that feeling of, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, quickly, quickly went. So. Good. So once you were there, and it seemed to be a hectic, crazy pace, which it was, it was. <laughs> um, but did you, did you regret that pace? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Totally worth it. And um, the pace was understood because there was so much to get, so um, pace was totally worth it. Everything pace was worth it. Pace was totally worth it. So what did you, going there, find when you came back and you sat down and had now a little bit of time to think it over. What did you say, wow, that was not what I expected? It wasn't what I expected. Um, just so much. Just so much. They mentioned the dancing, but y'all have no idea when they say dancing. You no, know, like everybody's dancing on the floor in the aisles. It is worship times 100. It's crazy. But a beautiful crazy, so... It's awesome. I think we should start dancing in the aisles. I'm just saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but you know, if somebody had told you that before you left, hey, let's dance, just dance for the Lord, what would you have thought about that? I don't dance. <laughs> and I even said, I don't dance. Okay, I'm dancing. <laughs> so it's awesome. It really is awesome experience, the Holy Spirit, the magnitude of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I haven't felt like that before, ever for me anyway. Um, so that filled up my spiritual spiritual tank, had it busting at the seams, um, which made me more aware of my spiritual tank, that I need to kind of monitor that, make sure it doesn't get too low, and uh, keep myself fed and going and around like-minded women and people. Um, so that was very evident to me at the end. Praise God. That sounds like you had a good time. I did. I had a blast. Would you encourage others to go? Absolutely. Pray about it. Um, go with your first answer. Because the second answer is not the right one. <laughs> and just go. Just Amen. go. Oh, well, thank you for your willingness to come up the last minute. You did great. Now I'd like to add, and I'm going to say seasoned ladies up here, and I'm not talking about age women. I'm talking about people who have been there and know and are going on and doing things. So could I please have Mrs. Karen Tuber up here? So I called you a seasoned woman, according to the conference. Would you please tell them out there, how many times have you been? Three. This was my third time. This was your third time. So after the first time and after the second time, you were willing to go back a third time? Yes. Would you go back a fourth time? Yes. Each time it's different. It's, thank you. So what happened the first time and the second time is not what happened this time. What happened the first time you went was not like what happened the second time you went and was not like this time either. Correct. Correct. What was different about this time? Well, in the past, when people have spoken about the conference, they talk a lot about the relationships that people, that the women develop. And to me, it was like, oh, my God, where do you get your nails done? And I really don't like that kind of conversation. So I was not looking forward to that aspect of it. And 
I really wanted more in-depth conversations. So when we got in the van this time, our van, it just broke open. The conversations just broke open. There was so much desire on the part of these women to get to know each other well and on an other than superficial level that the conversations immediately took humongous depth and hearts opened and situations revealed that the connection among the women in this church just took off. And I really hoped for it, prayed for it, um, but somehow I still didn't fully expect it to explode so quickly in our van, and um, that was a real difference for me. So you keep referring to your van. Could you explain that was uh, how many vans were there? Oh yeah, there were three. This year, instead of taking individual cars, we got three vans, especially when we realized the number of people going was 24, 26 in that range. So we have three different vans, and uh, Pastor Christine assigned us to a van and then rotated us at various times with the intention of people getting to know each other. And so when I say my van, the van to which I was assigned at any given time, right? So we switched. And in that switching, did the same type of conversation take place? Actually, in, in the vans in which I was present, they really did. And they were different on some times, just kind of where we were in the course of the conference or in the course of travel. But each time the conversations were really people wanting to get to know each other on an other than superficial level. It was going to matter that we were together. It was going to matter that we are Christian women. It was going to matter that we could hold hands when we came home and help each other walk through all the stuff that is going on in this church with us. Amen. So that was just the travel there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> already starting the Lord was already present and working among us and so once you got to the from the ho from the uh, van we got to the hotel and then where did it go from there uh, well we got located in our rooms and um, this year because there were so many of us Pastor Christine divided us up into kind of teams so that we could look out for each other as we moved in and among over, I don't know, a thousand women. And that worked out really well, that we had a team, and I was a team leader, so I had to constantly keep an eye out for my peeps, that they would be everywhere we were going to be on time. And I thought that worked out really well. And uh, those groups, those individual groups of about four, I think, uh, had another level of relationship that developed among them. We were roommates and then next door mates as well so um that we got situated in our rooms and then we gathered up to go to the first night of the conference um pastor Wynan, Wynan? Is that his name? he opened the conference and frankly i had kind of a stereotype about him too before the conference he's an he's like i thought he was going to be pretty old school singing gospel music kind of guy and I have not been a, from that background so I was kind of dreading it actually and um, he was not he was on fire 
he was old school, new school, middle school, you know, college, kindergarten. He was all over the place. There was no stones that were unturned in his presentation. He was on fire, and, and we felt that fire. He kicked off the conference like whew, nobody's business. So that was our first evening. And then we went back to the room, to the hotel rooms, and had a chance to gather up in our PJs and have a little more conversation about what was going on with us. And nothing makes us more intimate with one another than to gather in a room with our pajamas on. Really. Absolutely. <laughs> That's one of my favorite brings parts. brings a different level. We have an adult pajama party. Yeah. And we discuss the Lord in the rooms. So it's really, really good. So um, you went to the conference and then you heard the uh, first speaker. And then, so what did you do for dinner? What did we do for dinner? Oh, we had dinner at the conference. Um, because our pastors... Uh, have come from this church. Um, we are honored guests there. We do also assist in various things and helping with the merchandise. Helping Is that a reading? We work for our food. Yeah, that's what we kind of think. We work for food. We make sure we're working. And partially because we assist and partially because we're guests, um, we are honored by eating with all the other speakers. They have like a big buffet uh, for all of the people to eat, and then we sit together and eat in this huge room where all the other honored guests are, actually. And, um, the food's always great. The ladies serving are just, you know, servants of the Lord. And because we serve so much here at our church, we really value what they're doing when they serve for us and are very grateful to them. So um, that's, what, that's what we do for dinner. Perfect. And how many times did that occur? Uh, that occurred for lunch. For a lunch and for another dinner, second dinner. Lovely, yeah, very lovely. Very and so, um, did you go to the conference with any sort of expectation, this being your third time? Well, I partly went to the conference to try to have no expectation. Um, because my tendency is to expect and plan and, you know, have it all thought out and, you know, there's hardly any room for God to get in there, you know. <laughs> Got such a tight schedule, and it all worked out. Any other time days in here? Y'all know what she's talking about, don't we? So I actually tried to go arms open, heart open, eyes and ears open uh, to whatever the Lord was going to provide for us. So at any point in time, did you hear or feel a touch from God? Yes, several times, actually. But the first time <laughs> was actually when our pastor was playing drums with Don Wallace singing. And he was playing drums with a band. And I have never seen him play that way. His arms were flying. And he was worshiping. It was just, I mean, on fire. It was kind of the feeling that you have as a mom watching your kid up there just really going. But... The passion, the passion of it, because I know him and I could just see the joy of, of the worship. I just, I was so filled with gratitude that the music and the word, I was just overtaken. I just had to sit down and boo-hoo. It was just too much. So that was the first time. That was the first time. <laughs> and where else did the Lord meet you? Oh, the Lord met me in the, in the dance. Um, which is a personal passion of yours as well. Uh, absolutely. I, the Lord always sneaks up on me in, in dance because it's not in your brain. It's totally in your heart and in your body. And 
you know, just swoops me away with the with the pearls of grace or the the uh, the, the um, fellowship dancers. There's two dancing groups that they have there. What they provide for us and and knowing what it takes to do it, to choreograph it, to practice it, and then to deliver it. And they don't deliver it like you deliver a speech where you've memorized it. They're past the memorization of it, and they are feeling it and emitting it and just allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through them for us to just feel it. And it obviously gets me. <laughs> and what else did you find there that was unexpected? Kind of in the quiet times, really getting the message Maybe it wasn't in the quiet times. There weren't very many quiet times, actually. <laughs> yeah. Getting the message to, uh, for, for me to be more in the present, to be in the now, to not, well, I think one of the speakers actually said, not to you know have, have the need to know, have A, B, C, D planned out all the time, but really there's no room for God in that, you know. God is in the present, and uh, to allow for God, for me and God and things to be in the present, to not get planning so far out uh, that I don't have an opportunity for God to be me. So. Amen. And since you've been already three times, are you through? Well, not unless we're not going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so if we go, are you packing your bags? I'm packing my bags. Even though I, too, have that resistance every year. Every year I fight that thing. It's like, eh, I don't really need to go. It really, somebody else should take my place. Maybe I could just pay for someone else's ticket. You know, I, I fight that every year as well. You know? What do you think that struggle is about? I think um, God knows that big things can happen there. <laughs> And so does the evil one know that big things can happen there and wants to try to do everything to stop us from going and receiving. Amen. So how do you get past that kind of a struggle? <laughs> well, the same way anytime. Just saying, just saying no. Recognizing it, recognizing it for what it is and just keep going, no, no, leave me alone, no, no, leave me alone. I know it's you. I'm beginning to recognize you and you need to just you know, go away. Now you're speaking of the evil one. The evil one. You're talking about the enemy. Okay. Absolutely. So once you got there and you received, was there any one particular moment that was special to you, the most special? Hmm. Wow, it just flooded the thing. I, I guess the most, the, just the special moment was still with the pastor just Worshipping off the scripture scale. I really love that. Praise God. Mm -hmm. All right. Can we please thank Karen for sharing the love of God? Did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Okay. All right. Thank you, Karen. Uh, now, may I please have Tanya Lucas. Y'all welcome her up here, please. Now, Tanya has a special place at this conference because since she's been going, and Tanya, tell me how many years have you been going? This was my sixth year. Sixth year. Um, Tanya has been going, and she's not only just going to the conference, she has taken on the responsibility of the coordinator, uh, the planner for this. So, um, 
She's just, yes, thank you. <laughs> well, the, but there is a lot to be done. Because it's not just as, you know, saying, oh, here's my check, I'm going. What all does it take to plan for our trip, Tanya? Um, we start looking at the dates and stuff, which usually are around the same time every year. Around We know it's going to be the second or third weekend in June. But we start planning back in April when we get the dates, and then we find out who the speakers are, and then you start pushing, like, okay, ladies, come on, it's coming up, let's go. So then you get the rooms, and you get the vans, and then you have to plan for what nifty little bag are we going to take this year, and, like, all the goodies that go in there, and then organizing all the ladies. And wait, wait. What nifty little what? We get nifty little bags. <laughs> little bags. We've done shirts. We do a little, there's no bag. But it's planning all that stuff and getting it together because you have to know who's going because they're also embroidered with our initials and stuff, so nobody's stuff gets mixed up. So just the little things that all go into planning it. So it's worth it, though. It's worth it. I like to hear that. So how is this year in comparison to your previous years, this being your sixth year to go? Well, I brought a tissue because I'm my pastor's daughter, and I'm probably going to cry, and I won't apologize for it. But I think the first year I went, I had all the nervousness of, I don't want to go. You know, I don't know all these people very well, and what if we get there, and I really don't like somebody, and that's who I'm rooming with. Or I'm next to somebody in the van who doesn't talk, or who gets tired of me talking, or, you know, all those different little things that the devil will just kind of poke you with to keep you not going. Now, does any other woman ever struggle with those kinds of thoughts, right? Yeah. And so then the first year you go, it is overwhelming because it's a lot of things that we don't see here that you probably haven't seen or you're not familiar with. And it's not that they're wrong or that it's, it's just a different way of doing it. It's a different culture. And it's a culture that as soon as you get there, you are just absorbed into it and you're like one of them and like you've been there forever. And the first year it was, I guess it was just really overwhelming. And God is moving through the whole thing. And then, you know, the next year you go and it's something different. And I've always felt like I go and it's like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble this year. Because, you know, like you're almost at a standstill. And God, like every year I go, it's like, okay, it's time to push you along a little bit more. You know, you've been in this spot for a while. Now move a little bit more. So, and it's really like the analogy that Pastor Christine gave us with um, when you first go, it's like you're on a beach. And there's some of the ladies that are just, they're perfectly fine, splashing with their feet in the water and doing their thing. And that's fine because that's where you're at. And then each year, I felt like God has pushed me out a little bit more. And the last year, it was almost like I had gone to like a sand bar. And you think you're fine out there and you're holding on and everything's great. And you look back and you're like, oh God, where's everybody else? You know, there's no shore, there's no people. And then when you start coming at you, and It's all right. This is the Lord. I'm just washing over her. It's okay. It's okay. And so then you realize, like, this year it was more, you've been on the sandbar. You sat there last year. And you can't stay there. You have to get out of your own way. Because you can't hold on and stay there and say, God, I'm going to trust you with everything. As long as I'm here and I'm safe and I'm stuck on a sandbar and I'm not going to get washed away. You have to let go and you have to swim and you have to know that he's not going to let you drown, that he's going to take you where you're supposed to be. So that was really what I got from this year. So you went a little further out? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you did. And so this conference, having been six years, do they ever grow old? Are they always, is this always the same stuff over and over? Absolutely not, because there's not, even if, 
there's a song that you hear every time you go or something. It touches you in a different way once you're actually there. I mean, you just, it's so amazing. I mean, I can't say there's one year that's better than the other year because they're all so good. And the speakers this year, I mean, um, one of my favorite things from Pastor Winans was the definitions of success is obedience to God. So as long as you're being obedient to God and you're doing what he's telling you to do, who cares what the world's saying? Because the world is going to lie to you, and you have to just hold on to what God says. And then the last speaker, well, Donna, was that her? Um, her last um, session was titled, The Little Things Matter. And you don't, I mean, I guess in the busyness of life of mom, wife, this, not other, you just kind of let go of the little things, and you think, well... I'm just getting to this target, but you have to realize, like, the little things along the way do matter. It's not something that you can just blaze over. You have to pay attention because it's not just your kids or your husband and people. You're, like, everybody's watching you. If you say that you're a Christian and you're walking that walk, you have to walk that walk because everybody around you sees that. And I think that's probably some of the problems with why people aren't coming into church more because everyone says one or so-and-so, do they do this, this, and this. And it's not that you're a bad person or anything. It's just everybody sins, but you have to make sure that you're not causing somebody else to because everybody's watching and you have to keep track of those little things. Amen, amen. Anything special about this conference? Was there something that you saw this year that was like, wow? Um, I'm probably going to make Heather cry, but the last session we had, we were sitting there and I knew God had been moving in her a lot. You could just see it on her and... They had called people up to go and um, recant their lives and things, and some people went up there. I mean, you know, it was random, one or two, and it was like, as soon as Heather went up there, it was almost like, you know, 20 proud mamas cheering on their kid. I mean, we were all just cheering, and then it was like, you know, seven or eight of us went up there, and it was just so amazing to see. It was almost like God was saving the best part for last, because to see all those ladies go up there and recommit and have things that they were, you know, being prayed over for. It was just amazing to see him move that way in all of us because, you know, when it's someone that you don't know, you still care and you want to pray for them, but it's somebody that you know and that, you know, you want them to be in that place and they move up there. It's just, I cried like mama. <laughs> <laughs> and any of the other ladies that went, any of you cry too? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of tears flow freely there. But it's not because... It's a, um, like this, it's not because it's something that you're angry over or upset with, but you're just so moved, so moved by the Lord, and you know that he's doing something special and sweet. Now, how long does this last once you get back? I'm still on it. I mean, I almost, I favor doing this, you know, waiting a few weeks after than the next day, because the next day you're still... You know, it's everything is so jam-packed. You're still just kind of, okay, I, I got some sleep, and you know, you're still just trying to get through. And this time, we've had two weeks to kind of marinate on everything we've learned, and God is just moving in so many ways. And a lot of the time, the ways he's moving is like pushing me along, like, okay, come on, you got to go, keep going. <laughs> and, I mean, it's good because you can look back on all those things, and you can, that's what I like. We also have journals in our little bags, too. And um, like Ariana said, you know, you're writing like crazy, but you're writing like crazy so you can go back and you can remember those things that were told. And, you know, you can remember where God was like, oh, yeah, that one was for me. And so you don't forget. You just get to go back and remember it more. How is it different in attending a conference that has been specific for women versus just an overall conference? Um, ladies are different when men aren't around. <laughs> Ladies are different when men are around. <laughs> yes. 
But, I mean, once you get in the vans and you start off in the conversations, as Karen said, the conversations start flowing and you realize, like, all the stuff that you deal with, you're not the only one that deals with it. And, I mean, they may have done it 20 years ago, but that's good because then they can tell you how to get through it now. And, you know, once you get there in that room with all those ladies worshiping, just like the men said when they were there, there's something to be said about, you know, thousands of men all praising God. There's really something to be said about thousands of women praising God. And I don't think there were thousands, but there was a lot of us there. And, I mean, it's just so amazing to see all the ladies because we have the lovely Ariana and Pastor Mark here, but they have like 20 people up there. And, I mean, just the way they praise and worship and they dance. And it's like, it's almost like the waves hitting you, but it's good waves because you're just flowing and moving through all the worship. And it's, it's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about, because it's been mentioned a couple of times, the artist who is there. Can you tell us a little bit, because most of these people do not have, have not had the experience of watching this artist, and you've seen him for the two years now that he's been there. Um, the first year, uh, I had seen something like him, but not really what he did. And he just, he did this whole painting, and you're sitting there, and you're looking, and you're squinting, and you're like, what on earth is that? And then all of a sudden, he steps away, and he kind of steps away and does his thing, and he's praising and worshiping while he's, you know, he's painting and doing praise and worship. And then he steps back and flips it over, and you're like, oh, it's Jesus, it's faith. Oh, my gosh, where'd that come from? And it's just out of nowhere. And then this year, uh, he did it again, and I thought, oh, it's Jesus' face. He's going to turn it over. And he didn't. It looked like he was painting with glue or something, and he steps back, and he takes two full cups of, like, gold glitter and just throws them up, and you're like, oh, it's Jesus' face again. But it was really good. <laughs> and then the next day he did where... He was painting boxes, and I really thought he was painting some weird tree or something because, I mean, it was flowing off all over the place. And then he steps back, and he moves the boxes, and you're like, it's Jesus' face again! Uh, it's just neat because you're trying to see it, and you're like, that has to be God because I'm sitting here, and I'm squinting and moving and turning and trying to figure it out, and everybody is. But, I mean, he had that picture in his head before he started, and he just knew, okay, I've got to put this there. And it's not like he has a drawing to tell him where to go. It's all from him, and well, from God. And he just moves it all and then turns it, and you're like, that is so amazing. Yeah, there were six boxes, just regular uh, moving boxes, all of the same size. And he stacked them up, two, two, and two. So there were uh, two rows of three. And he began to paint on each box. And uh, you had no idea what he was doing. And you were certain that he had no idea what he was doing. Yes. Because it was a jumbled mess. Yes. And it looked like, like she said, like he must be drawing some kind of a weird tree. Because he'd go down to this corner one and he'd have a slash over here. He'd come up to this corner one and he'd draw down a line. And we were just like, mm-hmm. And we were trying to see if it was maybe upside down or sideways or where was the glitter going to come from. And when he was done, he just went and hit all the boxes. He just... Him apart. And it's confusing because you think like he's done with this box because in my mind it's like I'm going to paint each box the way I'm supposed to and then it'll all uniform and look good. No, he'll paint one box and he'll go to one box and then another box and another box. And so you're like, I don't know what it's going to be. And then when he turned it all together, it was, it's amazing. Yeah, he just put them back together and it was a picture of Jesus. It was amazing. And what we walked away with from that was that even when you don't see him clearly, he's there. Mm -hmm even when you don't see him clearly. What was your most special moment this year? Um, there was a time during praise and worship, and it was like everything was just gone. It was just me and Jesus, and I was just praising and worshiping. And, of course, the tears started coming. But 
it's those times like you can you can have that here but I mean here you walk in and I always say like no one really knows what you're coming in with like they don't know if you and your husband had a spat this morning or if the kids were being you know kids and doing their thing and not listening and you know the whole way here you're stop it quit leave me alone I mean and then you get here and you know, you put on your church face and smile and hi, and everything's great and wonderful. And so you can have those worship experiences here, but they're few and far between. And there, it's like, all that's gone. Like, I'm not Tanya the mom. I'm not Tanya the wife. I'm Tanya the Christ follower. And, I mean, that's that's what you get to be because all those things are left back here. And it's not that you don't care about those. You're still worried about those things and, you know, hoping hubby's feeding kids and all those other good things. <laughs> But there, it's like, it's just a completely different experience because it's just you and God and all these ladies are around you and they're just encouraging you to do the same thing they're doing. Like, you're all there for the same reason. And, I mean, you just get into worship that's like no other. And, you know, Pastor Mark was really good too. That was amazing. And um, it's just some of the other people that they have there. I mean, because they had, uh, this year they had something different. It was the Young Reformers, was that the one? And they did... Um, a song, and they just kind of acted something out that was like Job, and I mean, it's the words were, though you slay me, yet will I praise you, though you take from me, I will praise your name, and I mean, just, I just bawled the whole time, I was like, oh, I mean, it was bad, but it was like the ugly cry, so. Ladies, you know what she's talking about, the ugly cry, right? There's a lot of ugly cries, and everybody looks just as ugly doing it, so we all do it. Yeah, we're just, we're open with that. You know, the nose comes out red, the makeup's halfway down your cheek, and nobody cares. Because we know, we recognize that in the midst of the ugly cry, it's the most beautiful thing. Because in the midst of the ugly cry is when the Lord is touching us. And we would never ask the men to admit that they were crying at their conference, but we will boldly tell you that we were touched. <laughs> yeah, it was and so, being the event coordinator and, and putting together the women's conference, what do you want to tell the ladies who went this year? Um, thank you for going, for taking the time and letting God grow you as much as he did. Because it's amazing to sit back after, you know, we start and you see everybody going. And then um, when you get to the part where it's the rooms and everybody gets nervous because they don't know who they're going to stay with things. It's just seeing how let go and just go with the flow and be a part of it and then see how your relationships flourish and you know people that you would never think are close to one another because you know on our short Sundays you don't see them hug or talk or anything but you see them on the trips and it's like they've been best friends forever and it's like yay we did something good you know like God knew what he was doing putting it all together so it's amazing and then you know watching people grow because you know we kind of sat back when we had our little groups and you're kind of watching over the people that you're, you know, over, and you see how they grow and how their relationship building is going with God, and it's just amazing. It, it doesn't make you feel proud because you really don't have anything to do with it, but, I mean, it makes you, it just warms your heart to know that God is moving them closer and closer to Him and that they've taken the time out of their busy schedule and lives to do that. So I encourage all the ladies that haven't gone to please go at least once to try it because... I mean, I know once you go, you're going to be hooked, so I can tell you at least try it once, because you won't ever want to not go again. It's really amazing. Thank you. That was it. Now, let me tell you something about Tanya being up here. This is her sixth year to go, and she's uh, now the event coordinator and putting the conference together. The first year that I asked Tanya to come up and speak, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want a mic. She couldn't, she couldn't say it fast enough. She couldn't get out of there fast enough. 
And when I asked her this year, would you please speak? She said, you know, this is the first year. I am not dreading it. I'm looking forward to sharing. Is that amazing? Yeah. That's God. Yeah. And we're pushing it each year. Like, Great job, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you for sharing from your heart. So, please, give the ladies a round of applause. They do an amazing job. And so I just want to share with you that it is my great privilege to go to this conference. I think this was my ninth year. And uh, this was the largest group that we had go with us this year. There were a total of 26 women who signed up to go. And at the last minute, two ladies were removed from us for um, different reasons. And they could not go. And um, I guess it was just how the Lord had you know, worked it out. We're praying for them to not be... Um, detained or delayed next year to go their hearts wanted to go and sometimes um we don't always understand the whys but dawn had surgery and even though jessica had had permission to go from work at the last minute they took that away from her so it's that struggle not just from within and our own jitters you know and, and so the personal stuff i've never had a room with that person before what are they going to think you know are they going to hear me snore? And all those other things that we consider when we're going to these things. And those are the things that the Lord, or that the enemy would keep you from hearing God or going closer to him. And so um, just to give you a little bit more information of the little bits and pieces that you've heard, um, uh, Marva, who is the uh, hostess of this conference, really spends a lot of time in prayer. In prayer about who to ask to come. And we've had all speakers from all around. And when she felt like the Lord was telling her to bring in um, Pastor Winans, she really struggled with it because we've never had a man speaker before. It was a women's conference. But ladies, didn't he knock it out of the park? It was just exactly what we needed to hear. And this is the second time that your pastor has gone, your other pastor has gone with us. And it worked out well because one of the guest musicians that the lady was talking about, the ladies were talking about, Don Wallace, and he had played before. And, and Don said, well, why don't you come up and play? So it was a perfect way for him to go up there and, and be a part of the conference. And I've always known uh, Pastor Mark the drummer. And that's who I married. What I didn't marry was Pastor Mark. You know, I married Mark the drummer, and I uh, got Pastor as the Lord would have it be done. And they got to give a glimpse of him as um, Mark the drummer. And it is really uh, an amazing thing to see when he's on the live drums and can just wail away like that. But, um, by the way, he did do that on our trip again, just to let you know what's coming up next week when we talk about that. But it was a, a team of women speakers and pastor Winans, and it was a team of women, there were several teams of dancers and the one thing that was really special this year to me was at the very end, we all took communion together. And that just kind of sealed it for us because we had not done that in the past. And we all went up and we had communion served to us by the ladies. They, they are teaching servant hearts. They, they are demonstrating Jesus in them. And that's what we want to know is the true God. You know, we want to know that he's real. We want to know that he loves us. It's not about someone else. He created each one of us wonderfully and fearfully. And he put into us him. 
And what he wants to do is extract that out, that we may become the, the spotless, blemishless bride of Christ. And when you come, and they, one of the things that, that uh, Malays did not mention, but they all took note of, uh, Corpus Christi Christian Fellowship, the host of this, of this conference, is a multicultural church. And we really enjoy seeing the women from the different parts of the world come in their native garb. And it's really, really cool to see someone from Kenya, someone from Ghana, someone in their native dress there. And that is how they come to church. And you get to see those flavors of the Lord all the way around. So um, it was a very good conference. And again, may I also ask the ladies here of Life Fellowship to truly put it already. You're not too young. You're not too old. The Lord has something for all of us there. It will, I do know, we did get the conference dates since we did travel with Pastor Don and, and uh, Marva on this trip that we just went. I do have the conference dates, which I will give to Tanya, but I do know it's the third weekend of July. It's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, although the conference doesn't really begin until Thursday night, ours begins the moment we meet here on Thursday morning. And it is about the fellowship. It is about the relationship building. It is about sharing Christ and life with one another. Because you are not going through a problem by yourself. I don't care what you think is uniquely yours. It's not. And God is already the answer. He is already the answer. And so I would tell you, the third weekend of July, and it is a very reasonable price for what we are paying. It's around 200, it's less than 250 for all three nights, or all three days of the conference. So, you can't even bargain. <laughs> oh, and I already plan on it, ladies. I'm just letting you know. The pastor's here letting me know I'm done. Well, before we close, what was most impacting for you? I think it was the, the communion at the end. I think it's also about um, what impacts me every year is watching the ladies grow, knowing where the Lord has them, and knowing that there's yet more to come. Because truly, you are women in life. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And I want to say thank you to all the ladies. You did an outstanding job. That's awesome. Um, I think one of our mottos is about for life fellowship is life giving, life changing, life relationships, and we're all about a relationship with Him primarily with Jesus and then one another because it matters. It, relationships are important to Jesus, and, uh, and they should be important to us. I want to share a scripture. Uh, it's one of my favorite scriptures. I remember. Uh, talking with a person one time and they were sharing what a scripture that the Lord had given them and it was so powerful in their life and, and I began to pray and, and I said God I want a scripture and it's found in Isaiah 43 18 and 19 and it says do not call, uh, do, do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past behold I will do something new and now it springs forth will you not be aware of it I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And this was a word the Lord gave me decades ago 
And it's been something that's always been in my heart. And as I've grown in my relationship with the Lord, I've seen uh, that, well, let me put it this way, it's been cemented in my heart that God is doing a new thing. And let me say, God is doing a new thing. And, and all those things that I've considered for years and years and years are starting to come to pass. And let me just tell you briefly that God is opening up some tremendous doors for us. 2015 has already been amazing for us, but just the growth that's taking place in our in our body is, is life fellowship. As I see individuals growing, God is preparing us for something amazing. And uh, Ariana has been leading worship for what about eight or nine months now, and been doing a phenomenal job. And uh, yes, Amen. thank you. Thank you. And I think one of the things I love about Ariana is her heart. That's probably the thing I love the most about her. And uh, next week, we will, uh, you're going to notice a change. Um, there's another praise and worship leader that's coming as well. And, and we will be going to a full live worship experience. And I think that's going to be part of what God is doing to take us to another level. And it, it's going to take us to another level. Ariana's going to stay uh, as a worship leader. and uh, But this young man's name is Tavarius, and he will be the, the lead worship uh, leader. And uh, I think you're going to experience a whole different dynamic. And, uh, and, and I'm not going to share much about what else God is doing, but just know that God is doing some amazing things. And when we've talked about... The, uh, what the Lord has called us to do. He's given us a huge vision. It's starting to come to fruition, guys. And we need to really be in prayer and say, God, what is my part in this? Because we're not just talking about a local, regional ministry. We're talking about a global ministry. And God has all, always called us to that. Life Fellowship Ministries International. And I told you that I can envision that we will be going to the nation's teaching and training up other pastors and praise and worship leaders and children's ministry leaders. Guys, that's happening. And it's going to be happening really soon. So we need to be prepared. Be in prayer. Be saying, God, what is my part now? Be saying, God, what do you have for me? Be in prayer and be seeking the Lord because God is opening up some amazing doors for us. It's amazing to see a church this size, Life Fellowship, what, what God's doing. We had uh, Tom Braxton was here last week. He travels all over the world. Uh, a couple of months back, we had Kirk Whalum here, a Grammy award-winning artist who travels all over the world. Uh, Don Wallace, who you ladies saw at the conference, will be here in a few weeks and uh, to lead worship. And, and uh, you know, I'm really excited about that. God is doing some amazing things. We we birthed the uh, the live streaming and the video ministry this year and it's only going to increase so what i'm asking you to do is pray prepare your hearts prepare yourself for the the awesome things and the, and the huge doors that god is opening up it is it is amazing it is amazing and i'll share more about that in uh probably next week or a couple of weeks so i wanted to let you know just kind of give you some insight on some of the things that are going to be going on because you're going to be seeing a lot of changes and they're good, and they're part of the growth. So, uh, and, and I guess the thing that I love is I see the connection that you ladies are making. The men are going back to the conference. When is that, Jason? In, in March, I believe. 
March, I think, we're going up to Dallas, and we have 30 slots, and we want to fill those up. Uh, listen, guys, church is about building a relationship with God and one another. It's not about doing, punching our clock and, you know, doing our little time. And so I want you to be aware of what God is doing and, and uh, just be prepared. thing I we never want to miss the opportunity uh, you may uh, in fact why don't you close your eyes and bow your heads I want to talk to you for a moment um, this thing that that we um, this service this morning has been about relationships and and you you've seen how God has been touching the women that went to the conference and you may be here this morning and you may be thinking, man, I, I don't have a relationship with the Lord, or I had one at one point in time, but I've walked away. And God may be tugging on your heart this morning, drawing you back. If that's you, would you, would you slip up your hand? I want to pray with you. Listen, there's no shame in that. The shame would be to walk out of this building and not reconnect with Him, not to go another day without reconnecting with Him. Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you. Andrew, would you come up? Thank you for your, your boldness. You know, Andrew could have said, well, I've been coming to this church. What is somebody going to think if I rededicate my life? Thank you for your, your boldness. So pray this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I reconnect with you. I recommit my life to you. And I thank you for this fresh start and this new day. And the new thing that you're doing in my life, in my marriage, in my family, in my heart. And I yield my life to you. And I thank you for the forgiveness of all my sins. And what you're going to do is going to be amazing in my life. And I thank you for that. Jesus' name. I want to pray another prayer. Father, I pray for the power and the fire of your Holy Spirit to wash over Andrew. Lord God, that he would hear your small, still voice speaking to him in a way that he's never heard before. Father, that you would pour into his life, that you would pour into his heart, God, and that he would experience an intimacy with you that he has never ever experienced before. And so, Father, I pray all these things with expectation in Jesus' name. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Let's just rejoice with Andrew and for Andrew. For God and with God. Anytime somebody comes into the family or wants to reconnect to the family, we should always be in, in just um, a joyful attitude because the angels in heaven are celebrating how much more we should be. Let's, uh, well, I, I think we're just going to go ahead and dismiss. Um, I, I want to say thanks again to all the women that shared, and I want to thank you for coming this morning. I know this service is a little bit different than, than normal, but uh, I'm thinking we, we probably ought to get used to it because I don't know what God is up to. 
I know he's up to something awesome. And uh, I hope you'll join us again next week. And come, whenever you come, please come expecting to receive. I think that's really critical. If we if we go to a service and we're thinking, well, I'm just, you know, I'm going to church to, this morning or going to church tonight or whatever, let's come with great expectation. And I want to mention a couple of things. I, I already mentioned that uh, Tavarius will be coming on in the full band next Sunday, or yeah, next Sunday. And then the following Friday, which is like the 7th, I think, we're going to have a first Friday service. And if you've never been to one of those, please, please come. And it's going to be from 7 to about 8.30 on Friday, August the 7th, I believe is the date. And what we're going to be doing is just entering into worship. And we'll bring the lights down low and you get in that zone with the Lord. Nobody even knows you're there. We just get in that place. And I really want to encourage you to come. It's a Friday night. And uh, I, I, I know that it will, it will change your life. And God does amazing things at this first Friday services. So. so, Father God, even now, we just thank you for who you are. Jesus, you are all we need. You are everything for us, to us, with us. It's an amazing thing that you have done, your great love for us. Let it be evident in everything that we say and we do. We give you the glory and the honor. We thank you for the privilege of coming before you today to honor and worship you, O oh Lord our God, our Savior, and your people, your saints, your holy chosen nation said, Amen. Amen. God bless you.